Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Jennifer Greenman, CIO at Moffitt Cancer Center. In this segment, Greenman talks about the opportunity at Moffitt she couldn't pass up, what she found to be the toughest part about transitioning to the CIO role, and how leaders can work to create an environment of trust. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvata, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvata.com. And when you talk about competition in the area, is it uh, a lot of healthcare organizations or just in general um, you know, IT as well? So we face competition at both levels, um, you know, within some of our uh, more specialized or healthcare oriented roles. Uh, we do have a number of other very prominent and successful healthcare organizations in the region that tend to recruit similar types of skill sets. So for example, um, Cerner Applications Analyst. Uh, but we also compete certainly with all across all industries for more technical skill sets, um, and so that can be, you know, a real uh, it can be a real challenge at times for us. That's definitely been a common theme in high t in uh, health IT, especially when you're talking about uh, the people who have that that experience or certifications, especially. Exactly, and of course, living in Tampa is. Not a bad place to be, right? So we have <laughs> a lot of people. The, the good news, I guess, is we have a lot of people who are interested in relocating down to, you know, this region, and so that does help us with uh, recruitment. Oh yeah, I can imagine. These <laughs> winters are not fun. <laughs> no. Now, um, you have been at, at Moffitt for uh, actually. When did you um, start with the organization? So I started working at Moffitt in July of 2013. And that was in which role, what role? Uh, so I started at Moffitt as the Senior Director of Application Services. Okay. And then um, at what point did you assume the CIO role? In September of 2014, I was promoted to CIO. Okay. What drew you to the organization? Well, first and foremost, I, I would say the most significant drivers for my decision were Moffitt's reputation as an outstanding employer and healthcare provider. Um, and additionally, uh, this was a great opportunity to work for Mark Hulse, uh, who is Moffitt's former CIO and someone that I had known previously and always held in very high regard. Okay. And so when you did arrive there, was there any expectation or knowledge that he was going to be leaving, or was it uh, just something that, that had happened once you were already there? So there was no expectation when I came to Moffitt um, right. that I would move into this role. Mark was actually promoted to the um, chief administrative officer at Moffitt in uh, early 2014 and um, was uh, wonderful enough to position me to succeed him as CIO, which was an amazing and incredible opportunity for me. So when you were transitioning to that role, he was still he was with the organization, so I imagine that that was something where you could – uh, reach out to him with with questions or anything like that. Yes. No. It was a it was an ideal situation. Yeah. Okay. What would you say was um, the the toughest part about um, transitioning to the CIO role? Well, that is a good question. Um, now, I did formally serve as CIO at Bayfront uh, before coming to Moffitt. Yeah, that was a my prior organization that I worked for, Bayfront Health System in St. Petersburg. 
Uh, so I would say that was my first real experience as the Chief Information Officer and really the first significant leadership opportunity in the areas of infrastructure and operations. So prior to serving as CIO, as you may have seen from my, um, my profile, I was the Director of Applications and Projects at Bayfront. So my, I guess you could say my specialty in IT has always been more in the Applications and Projects area. Um, so I think that in some respects, learning the, the key concepts, the key terminology, um, best practices as it relates to infrastructure um, was a real learning curve for me, particularly at Bayfront when I was first in that role. Um, great opportunity, and certainly I learned a tremendous amount in that environment, but that was a bit of a, a learning curve there. Fortunately, when I came to Moffitt and moved into this role, um, didn't have such a learning curve at that point. I'm trying to think here at Moffitt. I'm sure many things come to mind, but but I'm sure it did uh, help having that, obviously having that CIO experience. And, and I would imagine having experience in, in projects has also been helpful in transitioning. Yes, yes, very much. Um, I do think, generally speaking, though, to answer your question, you know, the biggest challenge probably for any CIO is really evolving from the operational mindset to the strategic mindset and really, really staying out of the weeds so to speak, yeah. and really being able to function at that higher level and think in terms of, you know, future state vision as opposed to current operational priorities, which can be very effectively handled by a strong leadership team. Okay. Would you say that one of the, the keys in being able to, to, to get a little bit away from the weeds is just in um, either delegating or knowing that there are already people in those roles who, and, and trusting them with those details? Absolutely, absolutely. The, the key to any CIO's success is having strong, um, independent leaders um, on their team who they can entrust to perform their role with a high degree of competence. And I would say in my own career that that has been essential for my own success, is having very, very strong um, leaders on my team. Okay. You had said that um, Mark Hulse, he had uh, kind of uh, put you in, in succession for the role. And as far as, as you can recall, was it something that did surprise you at first, just having that conversation with him? Yes, yes, actually it did. I was um, not expecting, first of all, that Mark would be moving into a new role, although it was certainly well-deserved, right. uh, but also certainly did not anticipate this opportunity being available to me so so soon after arriving to Moffitt. But did you know that you, you wanted to take it? Yes, yes. I had um, very much enjoyed serving as CIO at Bayfront and really was very excited um, about the opportunity to serve in the role at Moffitt, which is, you know, given our, um, you know, reputation and, and for operational excellence and innovation was I knew it would be a wonderful career opportunity for me and also something that would I would find to be personally and professionally very rewarding. Okay. So I guess that the, the last thing I would ask is um, along those lines of, of leadership, um, I can imagine that, that it might be, be difficult to, to determine what kind, what, what kind of leadership style you want to have. But, you know, you had held the CIO role before, but was that something where um, was it challenging to kind of figure out what kind of style of leadership you wanted to have? Yes, I, I do think it took time to 
develop a sense for what I felt would be most important as a leader. Um, what I will say is, as a leader, I value trust above nearly all other, all other qualities. Um, as we discussed before, it's important that I trust the leaders and team members within, within my organization to perform their role independently with a high degree of competence. It's equally important that I conduct all my professional and personal interactions in a manner that creates an environment of trust. Uh, I've learned from Mark and other mentors in my career, as well as my own experience, uh, that it is important to provide this degree of autonomy and allow my teams to determine the best way to approach an effort. In some cases, my approach may have been different, but this is immaterial if the outcome is favorable. Um, this level of delegation is important for my own effectiveness as a leader as well. Right. Now, if the outcome is unfavorable or an inappropriate course of action is taken, my trust may be eroded and intervention becomes necessary, but I won't let these occasional negative events influence or alter my general inclination toward trust. It definitely makes a lot of sense, um, you know, when, when you're uh, mm -hmm. dealing with the types of um, the type of care that's provided there and, and what's needed of the IT team, um, that, that trust really is certainly essential. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, well, we've, uh, we've definitely covered a lot, um, and I really appreciate your time, and it, your organization is really doing some incredible work, and I know that our readers are going to uh, enjoy learning about it. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much. And if you have any questions, need any clarifying information, just let me know. I, well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Kate. Sure thing. And I hope to see you again, hopefully maybe in the fall. Yes, That's definitely. I will, right. I, I will definitely try to be there. Okay. Well, thanks so much. Right, thanks. And uh, I will thanks, be in Kate. touch. Thanks, Kate. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.